How's it going, everyone? Rich here, and welcome to an Embarrassment of Riches podcast, episode 6, for November 25th, 2016. Hope everyone's having a great day, and welcome to the place where we talk about anything nerdy in the crazy world of entertainment. Today's topic is the Marvel Netflix shows, and do we really need them in Avengers 3 and 4? I recently talked about the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe movie-wise, in another video, so let's talk about Marvel and Netflix's partnership. In October 2013, Marvel started uh, working on a four-part drama between Daredevil, aka Matt Murdock, played by Charlie Cox, Jessica Jones, played by Kristen Ritter, Luke Cage, played by Mike Coulter, and Iron Fist, aka Danny Rand, played by Finn Jones. This was a four-part drama supposed to leading up into a culmination of a miniseries called The Defenders. They're sort of a street-style Avengers in New York City. Due to the success of The Punisher in Daredevil Season 2, John Bernthal's performance, he ended up getting his own series, which is also coming out later in the upcoming years. These are basically middle-tier superheroes, and some people don't even know a whole lot about them. Netflix, Amazon, and several other TV and streaming services were interested in buying all these uh, series, especially with the popularity of all the Marvel movies, but Netflix in the end won out. The first thing you need to get out of the way with the difference between these TV shows and those movies are the TV shows, they're around 11-ish episodes, around 11-hour-long episodes, and allow people to binge them. By binging, we mean watch for a long period of time gives us a lot more time to talk and develop the characters than a two-hour movie. Shows like Daredevil were a pretty decent risk at the time. There was an early 2000s movie of the same hero played by Ben Affleck that came out to mixed reviews. But when the Netflix show came out, it was the first one of the four, it was a huge smash hit. One thing about these characters is they move away from the colorful views of Iron Man and Captain America to a more gritty, serious tone of people trying to live their everyday life while still trying to make a difference in the world. Also, these stories are fairly darker compared to their colorful and upbeat movie counterparts. These heroes have some serious problems and issues. Daredevil and Punisher are seriously violent vigilantes. Matt Murdock, on one hand, being a lawyer by day, he injures people at night, doing his own sort of vigilante justice. He tries to balance the law and what he needs to do. But in The Punisher, aka Frank Castle's case, he's an ex-military man who saw his family die right in front of him and he does away with what is right and what is wrong just to simply get the job done. Jessica Jones, on the other hand, is almost a Captain America-esque character with her moveset. She can has superhuman strength, she can jump and run super fast, but she has the attitude completely different of Captain America. She's an alcoholic who deals with post-traumatic stress disorder and from rape culture, and she turns out to be a super strong female character overcoming all of this. She deals with stuff like mind control, manipulation, alcoholism, and and stalking. It all plays a role in her story, which she ends up overcoming. Now, Luke Cage is a bulletproof black man from Harlem with superhuman strength. He deals with racial and social issues going farther than any other Marvel movie or TV show has gone before. And I truly believe that Luke Cage is very important for the story because it is something that Marvel hasn't really done before and it really pushes the envelope for what they do and what they can talk about. All three of these shows have come out to rave reviews and people wanting more of these serious, violent, and very, very mature comic book shows. Iron Fist is going to come out next year, and it's going to deal with some Eastern ideology and mysticism, sort of like Doctor Strange. And as I said, it comes out next year. The Defenders, or basically a team-up of all of them, as sort of these unlikely characters trying to work together, is also coming out next year. Let's face it, in my opinion... The Marvel shows are a big reason I have a Netflix account. 
they are truly amazing pieces of media. They are dramas, like I said earlier, that they just randomly have a superhero in it. They take the lore very serious, but at the end of the day, it's more of a story-driven piece that randomly has a superhero in it. Another big, big difference besides the maturity is the villains in these shows. While the movies have spent very little time uh, with villains other than maybe Loki, these shows do amazing in-depth work with their villains. Villains like Kingpin and Kilgrave. Maybe some that people don't know that well. People learn so much about these characters and become invested in them. Especially in Jessica Jones, you sort of learn about this man who he talks to people and he can manipulate them to do whatever he wants. It's a very, very oddly powered person, but you find out why he does it, what happened to him, how he got these powers. You feel for them as villains in a way that no Marvel movie has ever done. It's truly amazing to see these foils to our heroes work their dastardly magic throughout the whole series. So, that brings us to the big question. If they are mature, they have violence, and they're racial and psychological issues, do we want them in our fun-loving Avengers team? Honestly, I do go back and forth on whether they should or should not be in these Avengers movies. They always say that the world of the movies and TV is all connected in some way. But, to be quite honest, the movies affect the TV shows. The TV shows, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or anything like that, have never truly affected the movies in any way. But that begs another question, do I want to see them next to Iron Man, Black Widow, Captain America, all of them interacting? Yes. But the Marvel movies are so much different than these TV shows. I don't want them to be watered down for all audiences. Marvel has made some great films in the past few years with Guardians, Winter Soldier, Civil War, Ant-Man. But these TV shows are even better in my opinion. They're truly an amazing feat of comic books. This could be something we look back on as sort of the golden age of comic book movies and media right now. These are going to be one of the highlights. I don't want their issues to be diluted, especially because some people use these characters to help in their everyday lives. The military are big fans of the Punisher. A lot of people have, like, the Punisher-style tattoos. Uh, American Sniper, Chris Kyle, he used to always have the Punisher symbol on his jacket. The military is very keen to what uh, Frank Castle and the Punisher does. And do you really want to see a watered-down version of Jessica Jones, who someone had to deal with alcoholism and rape culture? Want to see her uh, to be watered-down? I want her to be just as strong as she is in the show and see how much she grows. I know people that use these characters, like Luke Cage, like Jessica Jones, as an empowering tool. And I don't want to see some of their um, ideas to be lowered down just to be in everyday audiences. Alright, let's just go straight into my final thoughts. Do I want to see the Defenders in Avengers 3 and 4? Well, if the Avengers films are going to be a culmination of everything Marvel, I guess I have to say yes. They're a special event, and when an event like this happens, we want everyone to be excited as an audience. And I know personally that I'm sure Marvel wants to throw everything in the kitchen sink into these movies. So, I guess I have to say yes. But I do say it with a caveat. Don't have them in it an amazingly long amount of time to end up ruining them and ruining why they're great. The Marvel movies try to be PG or PG-13, and these movies are just... These shows, excuse me, are not meant to be... PG-13. They're meant to be serious, mature, and almost brutal at times. I want them to be saving people in the street for sure because that's what they would be doing anyway. I don't want them fighting these intergalactic beings because that just doesn't make any sense. 
I don't want them to be watered down and be sort of a, a joke or a punching bag for maybe some of the smarter, quippier characters like Iron Man, Star-Lord, Rocket Raccoon. I want these to be characters to be treasured because they are treasured for a lot of people. So I do say yes, but of course with those caveats. Because we don't want to lose why we loved them in the first place. I mean, personally, I would love if a Black Widow or a Hawkeye, they ended up coming to the Netflix shows. Not for every episode, but may sort of make sort of an appearance because those characters, I feel, would mesh well, so well with uh, these street-level Defender-type characters, especially if they're not going to be able to deal with Thanos, you know, Loki, any of those characters in the future. All right, everyone, that's all I really have to say for this subject right now. But if you enjoyed the podcast, please let me know if you liked it or hated it. Uh, at Richard Rosansky on Twitter, please make sure to like, follow, share, subscribe, rate this video if you want. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Have a great rest of your day, and have fun.